It has not been an infrequent occurrence uh, over the course of my priesthood that um, especially parents will ask me, what do I do with my children? They'll, uh, so a common thing would be, you know, Father, my, my daughter isn't going to Mass. Um, you know, she's, she's living a, a life that isn't godly. Um, you know, she's not married in the church. She's, uh, the kids aren't baptized or all of them aren't baptized. Um, they're not really living, you know, the, the kind of life that, that they ought to be living. What do I do? I'll, say, I'll often, well, how old is your daughter? You know, how old is she? Well, she's like 52. <laughs> it's not a joke. It really happens. 52. Well, what hope is there? What do you think you can do? What's left? I don't know. I just feel hopeless, helpless. What can I do? What can I do? And it's not just for, you know, uh, for older uh, children like that. It's, it's really the whole gamut. You know, Father, my, my daughter just went off to college. She's been there for, for a number of months. I know she's not going to Mass. Um, you know, she's dating a guy. I can't stand him. I mean, who can stand the guy that your daughter dates anyway? But, you know, I, I, so your parents are often distraught. What do I do? Do I tell them? Look, what you're doing is totally wrong. You're off the rails, you know. Do, you, uh, do I correct them? Do I, you know, what do I do? And what I've come to say to them, and I say to you, um, ultimately comes down to one thing. Remain in relationship with them. Keep the relationship going. Stay in relationship. And if that means, for the time being, just saying nothing and just being a loving mother or father, then so be it. But the relationship is the most important thing. You know, I'm often, I'm often also asked by, it's really funny, because everybody asks me what to do about you. What do I do about my husband? What do I do about my wife? What do I do about my children? What do I do about my parents? You, you all know I'm not married, right? <laughs> and I don't have children. Well, I think, you know, when, we, when we're looking for answers, you know, we might, ask, we might ask a lot of people and, you know, maybe Father's got something to say. I, you know, I probably do. Um, because relationship building is somewhat universal. So, you know, teenagers especially. Father, what do I do about my parents? You know, I, w I want more freedom. I want them to trust me more. I want, you know, I'm, I'm looking... Because, of course, teenagers are, are looking to assert their own identity. Right? And that necessitates sort of breaking away a bit from the family identity. It's a natural process. Right? And we've all kind of lived through it. And sometimes it's very painful. And um, I've heard of instances where it goes well. I've never seen it. But um, it's usually pretty painful. What do I do with my parents? Stay in relationship. Don't do anything so grave that you break the relationship. The relationship is so important. Because as long as you're in relationship... Right? God's grace can come through. Our love can come through. The most important thing a child would ever know is how much their parents love them. Right? And so important, even children for you, you know, that your parents always know that you love them and that you cherish their relationship, even though they know it's hard, even though you know it's hard. So this is what we get to with Jesus. Right? He's giving us a very similar dynamic, and he keeps doing this. He keeps... Um, should I use a big word? I used it last week. 
Do you remember what I used last week? Anthropomorphize. We always seek to anthropomorphize God. Write that down, Travis. You can use it this week. It'll make you sound really smart. We always put human characteristics on God. That's what it means. I like to use the big words because it makes me feel smart. But it's good that you know you hear the big words for once in a, once in a while. But yeah, we, we, and, and Jesus does it too. He puts human characteristics on God so we can understand what he is like. Not who he ultimately is, but what he's like. All right? And namely, because we're created in his image, there's a whole lot of things that we do that are going to be like what he does. And so from all of eternity, the, the divine and blessed Trinity is a relation of three persons, right? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. From all of eternity, God is in relationship with himself. The Father loving the Son from eternity, the Son loving the Father from all of eternity, and that love itself being perfect is also a person, the Holy Spirit. And so since he himself is in relationship, he creates us to be in relationship with one another, all right? At, at, so if his essence is, part of his essence is relationship, so therefore it's necessary for us to be in relationship, not just with each other, of course that, but also with him. And that's where we get the vine and the branches, right? So if you, if you conceive of, of, of a vine, you know, a, a grapevine, and, you know, you have the, the root of the vine and then it, you know, the, the branches go off. Obviously, if, if part of that branch is sectioned off or cut, it cannot re receive the, the nutrients, right, from, from the water and from the soil, and it cannot continue to grow and bear fruit. It doesn't matter how much sun you give it, it cannot perform, you know, that, uh, that process of photosynthesis, right? Isn't that right? Look at me, I've been reading. Photosynth you know, so that it continues to, it can't bear fruit. It's just going to die. More sun just makes it die quicker. And so the Lord compares this to, to his relationship with us, our relationship to him. He is always seeking to stay connected to us. But we always do a really good job of disconnecting ourselves from him. You know, of course, the, the most obvious thing is, is that we do that through sin. But we also do it through other ways. You know, we... We do it perhaps through moments or, or periods of apathy where we just don't have time for God, you know, and, and we, we sort of put him, put him to the side. Uh, perhaps we, we sever our relationship through, through anger or resentment or other hurts that are not necessarily related to God, but because everything ultimately is related to God, you know, it, we can easily blame God for the, the state of our life or our family or the world or whatever, and it severs our relationship. And what Jesus is telling us today is stay connected to me. Stay connected to me. Because as long as you stay connected, the Lord Jesus can work through us. He can send us his grace. You know, the, the, uh, just as, as a vine receives that nutrition, right, through the, uh, through the root of, of the vine, so too we receive that nutrition in a spiritual way. It's grace. That's what grace is. We receive it through the sacraments primarily, but not only. And so it's so important for us that no matter what we're going through in life, you know, and there, there's some of you here who are probably, even, even this day, are somewhat apathetic. You don't really know where you stand in your relationship with God or the church. That's okay. Stay connected. Just keep coming. 
Keep trying. There's some of you who, who perhaps, uh, you know, if, if I were to ask you, what's your spiritual life like? You'd say, what do you mean? You know, what's that? Well, do you pray? What? I go to church. Well, do you pray more than that? No. I mean, maybe that's you. It could be better. It could be more. It would be good if it was more, right? It's okay where you're at, but, but at the same time, it's important for us to recognize what could be better. And the more that we stay connected to Christ, the better, of course, our spiritual life will be, but the more that he can actually help us, right? Because if we cut ourselves off from him, it's not him no longer seeking to help us. It's we ourselves cutting, uh, cutting us off from that grace and that assistance. And so what he desires to do is live in us. You know, there's so many images. There's that image of, of course, today of the vine and the branches, and then there's St. Paul talks about that image of how we're the body of Christ, that each one of us are members of the body of Christ that make up this, this great church, this great group of followers. And so every one of us is connected in some way to Jesus Christ. It's only, it's only ourselves who can disconnect. Jesus will be with us till the end, through sin, through difficulty, through anger and resentment, through all of it, the Lord will stay connected. All we need to do is keep that connection on our part as well. Please stand.